This shit is a girl blunt. I only smoke girl blunts. <laughs> this shit is a girl blunt. I only smoke girl blunts. <laughs> Listen, can I be honest? I was in an incredible mood all morning, ready to get on here and start singing. And then <laughs> right as I was waiting for you to let me into the Zoom, I was on my phone and I started reading about Bruce Willis and his unfortunate health decline and now i am in a devastated state of mind were you particularly um attached emotionally to bruce willis no not it's just like i think when something for those of you who don't know he has a condition and like one if it's called something with an f but it's kind of like alzheimer's and like it's full for um frontal lobe dementia but i think it's interesting like that's so sad. I'm not particularly attached to Bruce Willis, but it's like when things like this happen, I can't think of many things like this happening to celebrities. Like I think of celebrities like dying, but like really the only other kind of like condition I can think of is like Parkinson's with Michael J. Fox and this. And it's not like I didn't think this could happen to celebrities, but it like obviously they're not immune to anything. But I think it like seen it i don't know it just i'm like oh damn this shit can happen to anybody like no one is invincible it's like the idea of this could never happen to me or my family i'm like oh yeah it's happening to you know you can have all the money in the world all the fame but yeah can still get you so the one that bumps me out is christina applegate what oh no what happened to christina applegate her and her co-star selma blair from the sweetest thing two-thirds of that cast have pretty debilitating ms she has ms yeah i did like, not know that yeah she got it like or i think like mid season two or three on like dead to me and so you could see kind of like her physical change because i'm sure she's on like tons of you know steroids and stuff so i think that's why they kind of ended the show because it was like too exhausting for her Ugh, she yeah she can't walk without a cane oh my god that's kind of weird that two people from that show got MS. I know. Crazy. Cameron Diaz, the only one to have escaped thus far. What causes MS? Um, The brain? I don't. Thank I you for joining our science-based <laughs> podcast where we discuss things like the brain. Oh, my God. Fuck. Guys, thank you for coming. I hope you're all healthy and healthy wealthy and wise and happy and happy oh my god well that's when you went i'm sad now i am great start great start you know guys (laughs) awesome start thank you guys so much for this incredible start you know you know how sometimes our lives are but no we're reminding you that your lives can be bummers too your lives can be sad too it's good to be in birth do you ever feel guilty for like Cause sometimes like right now hearing all this, that's like, you know what, tomorrow I've been like stressed out. I've been getting acne on the side of my face. I haven't been stressed about it, but I've been like very annoyed with it. And I'm very like, what the, and it's like, tomorrow shut the fuck up. Like, it's <laughs> not, I don't, I don't care anymore. Whatever. It's not a big deal to have. But then I'm like, is that a bad thing to take someone else's condition and be like, well, thank God I don't, you know, thank God I don't have that. I guess it's not a thank God. It's more of like a perspective. Like there are real, like, this is not even close to being a big deal having acne my acne 
Yeah, I try to tell myself that sometimes where I'm like, I mean, I, I had breakfast with your your lovely mother and she put okay. things in perspective for me, like all the good things, all the things to be grateful about. And then in my head, I go, why should I be sad? There's people out there, a la Bruce Willis, for example. <laughs> He's usually the one that comes to mind when I think, who do I have it better than? Um, <laughs> but I don't think that really, I don't think comparing yourself helps because I think that just makes you more sad yeah I think it's just maybe just expressing gratitude without that then you can like you can practice gratitude without being like like I can wake up and be like oh I'm grateful to wake up and not be like I'm grateful to wake up and have I, I can be like I'm grateful to be in a healthy body and not be like thank god I don't have no legs yeah or I guess it makes me sadder to be like why are you so why are you being sad when other people have more reason to be sad than you yeah. and it's like well That's not healthy everything in pers- yeah everything's in perspective I guess that's not, I have such like health anxiety too it's crazy oh, me too like the second anything ha- like I am a hypochondriac I'm working on it but I like- am too but I will say one thing that helped me personally and like maybe it's not great because it is just projecting it onto something else was like <laughs> when I was like you know however long I've had cadence for when I first got her every day I would like think I'd just be walking around like I got cancer and this <laughs> Like literally it was like such an obsessive thought. And then I got the dog and then I could just worry about her. And it really helped my mental well-being about myself. Katie's like, so if I ha- I've had a lump in my breast for two years, but I have <laughs> not gotten it checked out because I'm too busy with the dog. No, I can worry about her. Like, oh, is she okay? Um, that's-, that's insane. But I wouldn't recommend. And this is one thing I was thinking. If anybody ever asked me for advice for comedians, don't get a fucking dog. <laughs> don't get a dog don't get a dog fuck i really want a dog i can't get one you can't get one i mean no, i've I already can't. written the penultimate you know eight minutes uh on dog material in the world you... there's probably one person with more dog material than me but I... you can't travel you know it's like you got not that yeah. it stops like some people like kylie and fucking wheels mcgee are just zooming <laughs> around the country <laughs> wheels mcgillicuddy over yeah, here yeah yeah fucking I um you know the thing about the dog that's why I'm like it's so hard for me I think I could have kids like I go back and forth I think I'd want kids you know but then it's like I literally don't know how I would operate without like I would definitely become the parent that I didn't want to be like I would be so anxious all the time about my kid dying and like like I don't know how I would sleep at night I don't know how I would like babysitting I get that way I watched a TikTok the other day and I was like, that is, it's so funny. I'll send it to you. It's this woman, she's she's videotaping her baby and she's like, okay, like Chelsea's first time eating scrambled eggs. <laughs> the baby picks up the scrambled egg and like puts it in her mouth and the mom immediately puts her finger in the mouth and pulls it out. She goes, no, 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 no. That scared me. That scared me. <laughs> you, can just, you can just hear the husband going, just chop it up really small and it'll be fine. But I'm like, that would totally be me. I'd be like, okay, first time eating this. No, spit it out. You're going to choke. Like I literally, every time I had a, a meal with Grayson and his parents, they'd put food on his thing. And I'd be like, it's too big. <laughs> and it's like, those are his parents. They could feed him a big hunk of cheese if they want, whatever. But no, I totally get that. And like, yeah, that just like constant fear of like, what if something happens to them? And also how how would anybody in in our age groups ever have enough money for a child? Oh my, well, I just think you don't, right? Because don't you need like, 
don't you is doesn't it like no one has them like your right, titties no one, make milk you don't need no money like i feel like most people having kids right now aren't like okay i have a hundred thousand dollars put set to the side for this kid right no i don't know how anything works right no one does that well i guess people have been having babies since you know there was no money yeah somehow they figure it out and I just know my kid would have some fucking allergies. Like, like <laughs> I just, that's the thing. Like, I just know, like, I'm already fucked with the allergies. I'm fucked with so much shit. I mean, no, I'm not. That's negative messaging to myself. I'm very blessed and very healthy. But, like, I have severe allergies. I have a gluten allergy. I'm Jewish. So, like, my whole stomach system is absolutely fucked. Um, and don't worry, guys. We will be getting into Israel-Palestine later on this podcast. <laughs> I know you guys have been really waiting to hear our hot takes and they are hot, hot, hot. Okay. I'm kidding. Keep listening to this. Dear God, please. Guys, actually speaking of listening to this really quick before we keep going, Uh I just want to shout out this past week, maybe two weeks. I have had Katie, multiple people come up to me, multiple people who I do not know until now saying that they are freaks of the pod. Yes. I had Freaks. a couple of people shout out. Oh, I forget your name. You came up to me at date night at Argosy. You said you came to the show because you said you were a freak. And I was trying to play it cool, but I was really geeking out. And you said that you came to the show because I talked about it on the podcast. Um, thank you so much for coming. And there was a couple other people that have come out to shows recently or have um, told me that they're freaks of the pod that found the podcast through that NPR interview I did. That's awesome. If you are a new listener, um, we've really given you a fucked introduction this past 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? Buckle up, baby. Because it's a lot of fucked up things in this fucking podcast. <laughs> I'm Tamar. That's Katie. And we're fucked. We're fucked. Hey. You know what I do? Every week it says, is this episode explicit? And I go, fuck no. And I've never <laughs> put the E next to our podcast, but it is. Uh <laughs> That's I always get so excited. Well, I haven't seen any freaks out here on the West Coast, but anytime that like I'd have one at a show or any like even other comedians listening to it, I'm like, yes, it's oh yes, um, who was it? Who oh, Andrew, Andrew Ledbetter, shout out. I was shout in Chattanooga, Chattanooga two nights ago. He came up to me and he said he loved our last episode of the podcast. He said he loved your story about was it Cheech feeding beans to a dog? Oh yeah, Chong fed beans to the dog. Chong. Chong feeding a great amount of beans to a dog. <laughs> I said that is a great story. And I and I said, you know what? I haven't seen that dog since. Uh oh. Rip. Rip bomber. Um that's so funny. Well, thank you for everybody for listening. It's very exciting. Love to yeah. hear that. It's actually, you know, I think that's why people have, you know, like sold out shows is because they usually have like fans who from podcasts. And I'm like, well, that's like the first step. Getting one person out of the show? Fantastic. Literally, we're on our way. We're on our way. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. It has been the craziest week of my life. Break it down. I know you've had lots of big life events this week. Lots of big life. Not the crazy. Let me take that back. Not the craziest week of my life. It's been pretty. It's been a pretty busy week. Um, My brother got married. Congratulations, Miles. Thank you. Shout out Miles and Emily. Emily. I officiated the wedding. That's wild. Which is crazy. Is that something you ever saw yourself doing as a as young children, young siblings? 
not as a kid, but when, as soon as I knew you could do that, as soon as I knew you could officiate a wedding, I thought I better do that for my, well, I thought, I thought I bet I'll do that for somebody. And then when my brother started dating Emily and they're very like chill, like they always wanted a small, even before they got married, they always said they wanted something small and like not religious because mm-hmm. we're Jewish, her family's Christian. And they kind of just wanted to make it like they got married under a hoopah, but like they wanted to make it like not religious either way. Yeah. And so when they said that, I thought, oh, I bet I, I bet me officiating would honestly be a good idea because it's like, do we get a rabbi? Do we get a do priests do it? I don't know. Do we get a rabbi? Do we get priest? A, a preacher? I think a priest a pre- is like Catholic church, right? A reverend? I think I got officiated. I think it says I'm a reverend, but I actually, you know what? Don't quote me on that. The reverend, Tamar Rubin. <laughs> reverend Rubin. Reverend Rubin. <laughs> but I fish, look, look at, look at my note. Look what I used for it. <gasps> Beautiful. It was so stressful putting it all together. It was so stressful. Um, but it went amazing. It was like awesome. one of the most beautiful moments of my life, getting to be right up there watching, like getting to be so close watching them and ma- marrying them, not watching them, literally marrying them was like um, very You forget big. your lines. You're just like, I love this. <laughs> I'm just getting, I'm just so caught up in all of it. I'm like, line? They're like, you have the notebook. Line. Um, did you cry at all during oh. your- yeah, yeah, that's what I was, my my biggest concern was crying. Because if you know me- <laughs> I'm a crier like I'm a little too I'm trying to work on not being so easily I like being sensitive but I'm a little too easily affected by any type of source Um, and I was nervous I was gonna cry too hard and like not be able to get through it so I read through there was like a couple parts in my speech that made me like emotional so I was just like just reading through that over and over again saying it out loud to people so I would take away like the emotional part of it for me. But, you know, you can prepare for that all you want. But then you can't prepare for like my brother getting emotional watching like his fiance walk down the aisle, like standing up there during that, like really choked me up. And I started to cry a little bit. And then I literally let out. I don't know if anyone saw. I asked Zach, my mom, my dad, my no one saw, they said. But I like let out a humongous snot rocket. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> like a huge thing of snot fell and then I had like a tissue and wiped it up and but no one said they saw but they could just be being like Christian and nice and not telling me I bet they're all eyes were on the bride I hope you're actually so right I looked so hot so I thought maybe that wouldn't be the case <laughs> but you're actually right I looked That's really good I got ready I was like fuck I look too good for this <laughs> what'd you wear I wore oh I'll show you a picture let's see I wore this dress that I'm going to wear to the next three weddings I'm going to it's like a dark blue and it kind of is giving like um renaissance fair vibes oh that's really nice like you get corsets in the bag isn't that pretty yeah you look great my one um I don't know what these people think of me my one my my sister-in-law she said to me when I she asked me to officiate said make sure your dress is not too booby (laughs) and I said do you think I'm going to wear a tube top to your wedding (laughs) Tomorrow to Booby Rubin. <laughs> and then also when I got, it's so funny. I feel like um some of my family thinks I'm like an idiot. Like I love <laughs> my family loves me and I love them. But I think they think I have awful judgment about things, which is interesting because I think I have really good judgment usually. But like Miles and Emily, when they were like going over the things they wanted in their ceremony or whatever, they put like one of the things they said, no crude humor or sex jokes. 
And I was like, <laughs> maybe you felt like you had to say that, but it's honestly offensive to me that you felt the need like you had to say that. Like, yeah, I didn't even get I went on the bachelorette party and they did like a lingerie party for her. And I didn't even get her lingerie. I got her like face mask and stuff because I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be like, ooh, yeah, I think this broad panty set will look great for my brother, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you can have a little discretion, clearly. So, so I was like, yeah, you don't got to worry about that. And then my aunt, my auntie Lisa, who I'm obsessed with, but is literally insane. She's such a freak. <laughs> she is a freak, like... Have you seen that vine that's like, you got lipstick in my my, my Valentino bag? Mm -mm. Oh, okay. I'll send it to you. That's literally what her vibe is. Uh, she's wonderful. My favorite. But um, she said to me like the day of, she's like, so you're not going to do like your your set, right? Like any of your crude humor or like your your dirty jokes. Oh my God. I was like, while I'm officiating, do you guys think I'm a bad person? You're like, I'm going to turn their wedding into live at the fucking Apollo. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> Do you promise to keep each other? I don't even want to. Like, it's gross. Like, I think I think it would be funny if they said, like, no crude humor. You just take your notebook and rip out half the page. You're like, <laughs> your mama from the top. Your mama's so fat. How fat is she? She'd be <laughs> sucking dick like a something, you know, like. She'd be sucking dick like a shamu. <laughs> All right. You may now kiss the bride. Oh, my God. I love that. Just imagining you doing your set. And you're like, do you want me to do my clean 20 or my dirty 20? Because I'm going on stage now. My clean 20 is 15 minutes of crowd work. Is that cool? Hell yeah. How do you know the, how do you know the bride? What, what are you wearing? <laughs> Talk about two booby. <laughs> so... I married them and then got back on Sunday. And then on Monday, I had, ooh, uh-oh, freaks, fun news for Tamar. I had a taping with OnlyFans. We all know OnlyFans, right? Never heard of her. We know. it was So basically, they branched out and they're doing like, they kind of have their own streaming service. It's called LMAOFTV. And they do, they're like going around city to city and like producing little comedy specials. And I, they filmed theirs at the Laughing Skull and I did mine and that should come out in December. Oh, that's exciting. And yeah, super soon, super excited. Um, So that was my first like. And people can sign up for your account with no fee and that will help yes. you. Yeah. So they should. Yeah. So you can, when the special comes out, you can just watch it whether or not you have an OnlyFans account, but I have an OnlyFans account. It's at Tamar Rubin. And guys, finally, I'm showing whole. Okay. It's what for free, guys. Whole jokes. <laughs> but yeah, it's like jokes, pictures. Um, just like it's kind of I feel like my Instagram story, like times a billion. Like I'm actually gonna really, I'm really gonna go all out on it. Um nice. but yeah, so subscribe to that. And my dad was so happy for me. He was telling everyone at the wedding, unironically, my daughter's gonna be on OnlyFans. Man, love it. <laughs> also, when I told my dad about it, I talked to him later and I was like, so do you know what OnlyFans is? And he was like, I did it, but all of my friends know. Mm. I was like, uh -oh. I bet they do. And that adds up. Did they, did your parents get to come to the taping or was it already sold out? They could have, but I didn't want, they, they, I didn't want them to. So That's they fair. came to, on Sunday, I got to run the set at Skull. So they came on Sunday and nice. then. 
And I'm glad they did it because they had all the lights up pretty much. Not completely, but they had the lights up in the audience because they were filming the audience. Oh. So I could see everybody clear as day, which was sweet. It was nice because like Brett was there and, you know, I got to see like my friends. Yeah. But I was like, oh, thank God. my I just think having them there, even though they're like so supportive, like whenever they're at a show, it throws it just throws me off. Like oh, I never sure. both of them there. I just never do as good as I normally like as I could. When Cody recorded his special, my mom was like, should we go? And I was like, no, <laughs> he'll never say no. But I don't think he'll like that. It's so. I don't even it just gets in my head. It's it's and crazy. I don't know why. But I mean, I do know why it's your parents. Like, it's weird. Yeah, it is weird. Even if they watch the clip on Instagram later, it's still. Yeah. Bizarro. Like, I didn't so... want my aunts to come to that one show and that <laughs> it didn't mean anything. For good reason, too. Yeah, they stole obviously. it. They stole the show. I knew I wouldn't be a star after they saw those octogenarians. <laughs> so I'm really glad that went well. It sounded like everybody did good. Yes, it went great. I was like awesome. super happy. I was very proud of myself because I, you know, if I get nervous for something, it really kind of fucks up the set because, you know, nerves like affects timing and everything. And I did a really good job of like, got myself really grounded backstage and um, yeah, it went perfect. I literally nice. could not have asked for it to go better. Um, hopefully they record the audience so it doesn't look like I'm just confidently bombing like in some of my laughing school tapes without the audience recorded, but whatever. <laughs> I'm doing great up here. Trust me. <laughs> but I was very proud of myself. Felt like a, felt like a, 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 a big, a big deal for me. My first, my first little taping. It is a big deal. Like this legit. It's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Catch me on OnlyFans. They gave me a fan. They have merch. They gave me a fanny pack that I wear now. <laughs> Got an OnlyFans fanny pack. They gave me a fake OnlyFans lower back tattoo. That's hilarious. So catch, check me out. Check me out. I'm going to be rocking <laughs> some low-waisted jeans, <laughs> showing off a crumbling so, temporary tattoo. <laughs> so, so, you know, check me out and stuff. Uh, and then and then the sad news of the week, you had to you had to say goodbye to somebody. Oh, my God. Yeah. So then literally that was on Monday. Then oh. the next day on Tuesday, it was pretty crazy. I had the final open mic at Noni's. <sighs> and it was pretty emotional and yeah. also like so, so beautiful. It was crazy. Um, You received a lot of shout outs. Oh, you did. Sam Sever and Jen Lenny. Those were the people that hosted the mic before me it's been it's been a lineage of women sam was there but jen didn't show up did she no jen couldn't oh, come i invited fun. her though through sam and sam said she couldn't swing it um but did sam tell you sam read one of your jokes and one of jen's jokes oh that's so nice it was sweet i love that it was really sweet and it was like crazy like it was so <sighs> noni's has been like i mean it's i really can't thank you enough for handing that mic to me because I mean, I've had it for a year. I've done comedy for like a little over a bit over two years, I would say, maybe maybe almost three years at this point. And it felt like hosting that mic every week was such a huge part of my like comedy development. And like even hosting and not hosting, I worked out so many bits there. I got so much confidence there. And it's just like, it's just crazy that it's done. And the last mic was like really sweet. Like so many people came, everyone chanted my name. It kind of felt like I was dying for a little bit. Cause when I, <laughs> when I got there, it was super sweet. People got me flowers. Oh, 
because and so there was flowers on my little booth where I sit and I was like so sweet so beautiful it also does look like I have passed away (laughs) (laughs) and this is my memorial and it felt like that like some of the thing like it was everyone was so nice it was like Tamar 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 and I was like it really feels like this is my memorial (laughs) or like I've I've moved away well you're a you're a reverend now so you can give your own sermon as you pass away (laughs) You know I want to. <laughs> Give me that final spot. Um Just I reject that. Spot. I reject passing away. I reject it. But um well, so the you did a great note. job hosting it. I mean, truly, if it wasn't for a note, I mean we would have met eventually, but that's where we met. I know that was that's our meet I, I was crying. I was like, that's where we met right there. <laughs> and I said, <gasps> someone to give this mic to <laughs> <laughs> she don't know no better <laughs> um so that was really good thank you to everyone that came out awesome. i cried i cried at the end i cried a little like in the beginning i like got a tiny bit emotional like my eyes welled up my voice cracked a little when i was like going over everything and then i was you know saying for the last time you don't have to do your full time like Everyone said it to you. Everyone chanted, you don't have to do your full time. That's my video. best legacy. It was pretty sick. Um, but then at the end, when it was all done, the last person to do a set was Seven. And it kind of was amazing. Amazing. Seven is this comic in Atlanta who yells, but like, it's, it's very funny. And when we say um, yells, it's not like Sam Kennison yelling. It's like, put the mic on the floor. We don't need the fucking mic. He's like... I fucking came to Noni's every single day to get blackout drunk. (laughs) And now I don't drink anymore and it's closing. I have shut it down. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's a joke. Oh, yeah. It was funny. It was funny. Good. Since he has stopped drinking, he's he's been telling he's been telling jokes. Um, Oh, wow. He's been telling jokes. I watched him do 10 minutes and it was actually great. I was like, does he have 10? It was awesome. Wow. Um, and there were there were bits. He had like four, four bits um that like took up the 10 minutes. It was really funny. It's amazing. Good for yeah. him. It was really he's really it was really funny. But um and then after that, when I went up there, I like lost it. And like just like how much it thank you, how much it meant to me. It's been the best. And ever I saw everyone's phone coming out filming, and I was like, oh fucking no, god damn it. This video of me crying over this <laughs> like yeah I care a lot like I care a lot about everything I don't think it's that big of a secret but <laughs> so there's footage out there of me really shedding tears into that microphone dang well you did you did good you ran it well and clearly people kept coming and loved it so I don't know just like the first step of many I mean Very think of true. that you started hosting it like a year ago and now you're like doing like professional recordings with like companies for money so I mean, pretty serendipitous, right? That it was the recording and then the next day was the last nonies. It did feel like representative of something of like, all right, I'm on the right track. Yeah, for sure. Like the a new door opening even before the other ones completely shut. Such a good way to put it. Yeah. And then you had to show last night, which looked ridiculous. It was fucking amazing, y'all. We had our final midnight at Noni's last night. So midnights will live on and we're just looking for a new home right now. But it was, inc- I was dressed as a horse and I did a lot of horse tricks. I galloped around and then I would put my front hooves on a table and like back kick my legs in the air <laughs> like a real horse. Amazing. Um, 
and it was so good like it was definitely the best one we had uh yeah it was it was pretty crazy it was definitely the most fun i've had at that show pj had a crazy costume on what was she was it she was hr puff and stuff hr puff and stuff oh on on her instagram it said puff and cut and i went i like that that's so funny and she had like she did three minutes about it three or four minutes about it and it was so fucking funny she was like everyone keeps asking me what i am would you be asking a cis woman that (laughs) i'm a what it was so it was like oh my god she killed it was yeah it was very good it was a great show and I woke up in such a good mood today because I did not drink. <laughs> oh, you didn't. I still have not been drinking and not to be annoying about it, but I feel like I have finally, I feel like when you start a habit, it takes like, you know, it's the 30 days or whatever. It takes like a certain amount of time for you to actually start feeling like the effects of that new habit. And I feel like today is the first time I've actually felt the, like I've start, I felt the positive effects of not drinking but then especially today, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I would be having such – if this show was, like, last month, I would be having such a different day right now. Yeah, we'd be recording tomorrow. That's what I was yeah. like this morning. I was like, let's, let's wait a minute because I I was up later than usual. And I don't even drink, but I was up later. And I was very – I was like, am I hungover? I was up too late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was also up really late. You would think I was drinking because there are multiple videos of me – in my horse costume dancing on the bar at noni's it um, looked so fun it was so fun there's bubbles i brought bubble guns from the wedding i stole them from the, the oh, children <laughs> um, shit but i was completely sober and honestly I, I i don't know this is kind of a good life i'm kind of enjoying guys if you i'm not telling you go sober but i will say if you are feeling depressed and anxious all the time try it and see what happens because oh this is so funny mira mason she did like there's this uh, woman named laney castle she does comedy and she also has like this series where she interviews people and she put together a little compilation of her interview with mira mason and the soundbite of the fucking year is in it mira's driving her car and she goes yeah and now that i haven't been drinking i'm like was i ever clinically depressed or was i just hung over and listening to lana del rey <laughs> that's very funny very true it's so true it's so true it's crazy oh well that's yeah i mean noni's was one of those places like when i started going back to host it, and i think this is why i was like i gotta not host it probably was it was the only place that made me want to drink and was it the free beers and shots and the good times to be had by all? Absolutely. Oh, my uh, God. When I started hosting there, I would get drunk every single Wednesday. Oh, yeah. And I think it's uh, out here a lot more people don't drink, too. I feel like that makes it a little less weird. I guess a lot of com- comedians are quitting drinking. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. But, like, just being out and being, like, around other people who are, who are having a nice time not drunk is nice. Absolutely. It's hard to be around drunk people when you're not drunk. I think that's one of the worst side effects of having a healthier life. It's pretty awful if they're like annoyingly drunk. If you can tell they're like, if they're slurring their words and repeating stuff, it's tough. Yeah. Just like in your face, like, can I tell you this again? You're like, (laughs) oh, yeah. I would drink every single week there because I would get like a dirty, I would get an old fashioned, maybe two, maybe three. And then I'd get a limerick and I'd get another drink there. I would be pretty blitzed. 
pretty pretty blitz because it's free yeah oh if it's free and you're there for a minute oh yeah i would always yeah i would always do the pbr and shot which i guess in retrospect i could have been getting fancier drinks because like i don't think i've ever had any of those drinks you've said yeah that's crazy you could have fully been getting cocktails you were the host i know and i was just like wasting it i guess you need to start drinking again so you can get those cocktails amen um well last night i went out uh to meet my friend for her birthday and okay i did not it was at a bar oh carmen my one friend here um (laughs) i went out to meet the friend and so far your one friend so far so far we're working on it um and it was at this place called uh, Jumbo's Clown Room. And it took me like 30 minutes to find parking. I get there. There's a line. She's already inside. So it's like, well, I guess I'll wait in this line. And then she came out and I'm like, I just, I, I see you. Can I say happy birthday? And I can go home now and I'll see you later. Because it's like so not my thing. And it's like, ugh. I don't know. Just being around people who are drinking when you're not drinking at all. It's like in a like a loud place. It's just very weird. It's tough. I feel like I have to be like last night. I felt so good. And I was like, if I'm going to go, because I really never got, I'm so extroverted. So I would, I would have imagined at this point in my life, I'd be wanting to go out more and do stuff, but I never, it never really sounds that fun. <laughs> yeah. Like even when I was drinking, like I would already, and maybe it's because I'm out every night doing comedy that like, when I'm not, it doesn't really sound that fun to do it. But I feel like I have to be like I have to be caffeinated. Like I have to be in like an extroverted state of mind that I want to like talk and stuff. And I feel like, oh, if I'm gonna do that, I need to drink an entire Yerba Mate before. Yeah, I think like, that's why I would always get sugar free Red Bulls before shows is like to keep up with like A, having the energy to go on stage after being emotionally um laborious backstage laborious sorry that's a funny word i've been doing my laborious work um would you like to send me a zoom link and we'll, would, we'll put a pin in this and then we'll... my... i'm gonna go take a shot really quick it'd be my honor my privilege <laughs> all right bye bye we did it yeah i don't want to claim sobriety because well, it's a big commitment, but also I really don't want to be um 25 years old, vegan, gluten-free. I don't drink coffee um, and I don't drink alcohol because that's just like, it's just too much. But You're out of the coffee game? I haven't been drinking. I've been drinking caffeine, but I've not been drinking coffee. I think okay. it really effed up my tummy. I have stopped doing coffee and I've stopped doing like Celsiuses. I had my first Celsius the other day. I mean, they're great, but... I went in thinking it was going to be like a LaCroix, like the the White Claw, but non-alcoholic. Uh-huh. Which I've also never had a White Claw. You're not missing out. I stopped drinking before those were invented. Um, The mango ones taste taste like how BO smells. Okay. So I didn't miss out anything. But Celsius, I had a watermelon Celsius. Ooh. Ooh. We went to the moon, baby. (laughs) very good celsius are good they get the job done do not take them i would drink one and go do a workout which was good but do not drink one and do like cardio your heart will explode i drank one and took a spin class and i thought i was gonna have a heart attack i had to like stop doing this i had to take lots of breaks oh dang 
but I think the coffee was like really hurting. Maybe it was, maybe I can add it back in and see what happened. I've been drinking caffeine though. Like I drink matcha and green tea and lots of tea. And then like, I'll drink yerba mates, which is kind of like an energy drink. It has like 200 milligrams of caffeine. I do like a yerba mate. The mint one, the enlightened mint is. That one's great. So good. Um, I think the coffee and the the Celsiuses, but I was drinking a lot of them. You know, I think I have a hard time in moderation sometimes. Uh, Moderation's rough. I was drinking, I was drinking a lot of it, and I think it was fucking up my stomach. Yeah, like so. the first half of the the first Celsius I drank, I went, "Am I going to finish this? Am I going to make it through?" And then. I did, and a few hours later, I was having another one because I was at work for they're twelve good. hours. Yeah, it was a wild day. They are I really tasty. Like they're tasty. The car, the, car- the carbonated ones hit you faster, and I feel like they don't have as crazy of a crash as like some of the other ones. Yeah, like Red Bull for sure. Oh yeah, and Red Bull has such a crazy crash, but it has so much less caffeine, so I don't even understand. I don't know. I do like a Celsius. Celsius we just started getting coffee back at home again, too. Chris wasn't doing caffeine for a while, and then he was like, I'm going to drink caffeine again. I was like, all right, make me coffee, because yeah. I'll just drink Diet Coke until I <laughs> explode. I don't know if I could do no caffeine. I, I, it would be really hard for me to give up caffeine completely. Oh, we'd be sitting on the couch, and I would look over, and he'd be like... <laughs> <laughs> Katie's pretending to be asleep. I'd be like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I got just tired. I'm like, I wonder... I wonder why. Hmm. But I'm like tired all the time anyway. So I feel oh, like. Me too. Oh, God. That's why I was so okay. excited to find the Celsius. Woo. <laughs> okay, Katie, tell me about your week and a half or however fucking long it's been. How long has it been? Um, so most recently, and this is a this is highly recommended for the freaks out there. Have you seen The Fall of the House of Usher? No. Obsessed. Is that a, a show? Yeah, it's, so it's on Netflix, and it's like the people who did the house on The Haunting of Hill House. Did you see that? No. Uh, so it's like, a, that one's like a series of like eight episodes where it's like a family's like slowly like being like driven mad, and it's because they, you know, grew up in a haunted house basically, and now it's like coming back for them. Is but that this, good? It's really good. Okay, that sounds like a good Halloween watch. Yeah, highly recommend that. Like, we, Chris and I really enjoyed that. Um, like, burned through it. But then this one is all based on Edgar Allan Poe stories or poems. And it's called The Fall of the House of Usher. And so, like, one episode's called The Telltale Heart. One episode's called, um, like, The Pit and the Pendulum. So, like, each one is, like, it's obvious what it is. But the cast is so great. So it's got Bruce Greenwood's the main guy. Um, it's got Mary McDonald from like, mm. um, oh, what was that show? Battlestar Galactica and uh, The Closer. She's really good. And, and sorry, I, I just want to point out to the listeners, it's Bruce, what's his name? Bruce Greenwood. Willis. Not Bruce Willis. Not sorry, Bruce continue. Willis. He's not able right now. He's not able. Actually, it's supposed to be Frank Langella, but apparently halfway through the season, he was hit with some like sexual assault allegations from the cast. So uh, they're like, we have to recast this and then reshoot it. Oh my god! But this guy is so good. Like, I mean, I would not want to watch somebody else as the main character. Um, and then it's got the kid who played Elliot from ET. Oh, cool! He's in it. Um, the chick, one of the girls from the other series, 
the haunting of hill house is in it and then one of my favorite actresses who anytime she comes on screen tickled i'm obsessed carla gugino i love carla gugino so much who's that underrated i feel like carla gugino is like the susan lucci of our generation let me look her up i'll be honest she must be underrated because it's not coming oh yes 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 oh yes yes i know her we love carla gugino as my kids yeah 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 like she's done so much stuff and then every time i see her i'm like where have you been carla <laughs> she's amazing um like the oh mark hamill is in it like it's just like this great cast um and uh like i wish i knew all the actors names like from the tv shows i watch because they're like a bunch of them in there but it's like when you say you're like oh i know him from this this and this or whatever really good um so i would definitely recommend that uh for some spoopy holotime watching i'll definitely watch that because i've been looking for some I've, we've just been watching like treehouse of horror for our halloween fix yeah um and i'm gonna be honest when you said what's it called the falling of the house of usher the fall of the house of usher yeah I thought it was a docu series about Usher, Usher the, Raymond, the music, the musician, and I thought, oh my god, I didn't know he was canceled. What are the allegations against <laughs> him? What is the falling of his house? And I was fascinated. And These I'm are his confessions. <laughs> thrilled to know that it's not that. It's not that. It's a based on a char- The character's name is Roderick Usher. But for the first like two full episodes, every time somebody says his name, it sounds like they're saying Roger Gusher. <laughs> so that tough. that's the only thing that takes some getting used to is that it's not Roger Gusher and it never will be Roger Gusher. But I wish it was. Do you like that? I turned off the uh, blur on the background so you can see my unmade bed. I, I do. The blur was making me a little nervous. Can I be honest? Well, it's for it's just because of work. And so like. I don't ever want them to know that i'm in my bedroom Ooh, my bed is just covered in the stuff that was on my chair that i had to move to the bed <laughs> to sit <laughs> on it it's a little game i like to play every day oh yeah move the chair stuff the you gotta move the, the chair stuff <laughs> i want to do like i want to do more recordings from here i kind of like this angle but like there's nowhere in this room that the bed can move besides being right behind me so i don't know what to do i think it's fine to have the bed behind you I probably should just make it. Just make it. You'll be solid. Yeah. Okay. Just thank you for put, confirming. Just put that comforter out a bit. I half make my bed. Yeah, I can see the corner. That's all it needs is just the corner made. Just the corner made. <laughs> just gotta make the corner. That's the that's the <laughs> that's like the the sad woman's version of Jordan Peterson. It's just like you don't have to make your whole bed. You just gotta make the corner. Just make the parts you can see on the Zoom. Get a half blanket for crying out loud. Put a pillowcase over the corner. Nobody's going to know. Case over the corner. Put all the clothes under the blankets. you got to put them away. Make it look like someone's sleeping behind you while you're on your Zoom meeting. Ferris Bueller, the Zoom meeting by making making it look like there's a man in your bed. And he is quite still. <laughs> Scary. Scary. Spoopy. Spoopy. Um... Let's see what else happened this week. Oh, I got to spend $1,000 on the Toyota Prius. No, what happened? 
Um, so the engine, the check engine light had been on for like two or three weeks and I was like, time to check it. And, um, <laughs> it was like two coolant valves. <laughs> Crazy. Right? Time to check it. <laughs> and so check I was just it. waiting for a day where it was like, I had the work from home so I could just drop it off and I drop it off. They tell me it's fixed. I get in it. I drive to Trader Joe's that fucking light. It's back on there. She is, but I'm supposed to go to work the next day. So I just like, I'm like, I guess I'll bring it on Friday. And I'm on my way to work, and if there's any Prius owners out there, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's called the Uh-oh. Red Triangle of Death. It just pops up on your on your dashboard, and it screams at you. It goes, and so it popped on for one second. I almost crashed my car just because I was like so freaked out by it. I was just like, <laughs> and like luckily I hadn't hit the five yet going to work, so I just like literally got off on the next exit, took it back to the place. Then they had it for um, two more days. And I had to drive Chris's car all the way to work. So that's why I was at work for so long on a Thursday because I was like, not like the most reliable car. And I don't want to like be in traffic if it like something fucks up. So I like left the house at like 6.30, got to work at oh. 7.15 before my boss. He got there oh. like 7.16, but I didn't beat him. And then I was there to like almost seven at night. And that was the day I drank two Celsius's. <laughs> what time are you supposed to be at work? whenever oh like it just depends on what time the meetings are so like tuesday thursday like 9 a.m ish and then wednesday 11 30 and then the other days i just work from home what did you do for that much extra time i don't know we had a lot of meetings that day but by the end of the day because i was just like oh i'm not gonna get in the car at five o'clock i'll be in the car for like two hours either way so like we just uh watched the creative director make stuff on um ai (laughs) sick as hell i saw a picture well he's going through like reddit while he was doing it and i saw a picture that made me laugh so hard i think everyone thinks my i'm insane at work but it was a picture of um dobby from harry potter and he was pregnant or they were excuse me they were pregnant and and ron weasley is sitting on the bed next to him with his head in his hands and i have i didn't know that would get me like it did oh that's the funniest thing ever i cannot wait to look it up later if I can find it, I'll I'll send it. But I mean, luckily, I do like the people I work with. I know I've c- cried about the job and everything else, but like they're not bad people to be around. So it was fine. Um, That's good. Yeah, they sound fun. Yeah. And uh, let's see. So yesterday was I tried to go to the the place and I did go. I went to the I, Jumbo's Clown Room. I know you're from oh. here, but like I, I doubt anyone's heard of it. It's like a I've burlesque. Never. It's like. I guess like the Claremont Lounge of LA. I don't know. Oh, okay. So like women are like stripping to tool. Sick. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> not for me, <laughs> and not because of the the dancing women, but more because it's so loud and people are drinking. And so then that, that's when I went home, and then so not a not a. I only cried a lot on the day that I had to take my car back in. I only cried oh, a lot and, that day, and that's reasonable. I think so. That's very, that's so frustrating. I would have a full meltdown. No, that's completely reasonable. That's good, Katie. Thank you. That's really good. You seem like you're in higher spirits. I'm trying. That's good. Damn it. It's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. That's right. And I'm trying to remind myself of that and just kind of like, I don't know. One time I saw, and this is so dumb, but I saw like a TikTok story or whatever they're called, posts. a TikTok. They're called TikToks. Excuse I'm on TikTok. You can yank 
I saw a TikTok and it was this guy who was talking about, he was like, I was like not making any money doing music. And I had this opportunity to like have a day job. And so I just kind of was like, we'll have to do one or the other. And he was like, as soon as I just like focused on the day job, like everything else fell into place. And so that's like something that I've been rolling around in my brain. Cause I'm like, I don't think that's like the end of the story. Do you know what I mean? But like, is that something that makes sense for me? I wonder if what he means by that, and I've heard this about this before, is he said focus on the day job. It's like once you stop putting all of your eggs, because I'm sure with music, it's like I'm pursuing this because I love and also I need it to work out because or else I won't be able to survive financially. So it's become this other thing. But then once he was able to like have a means of survival and stuff and not stress so much out about the music, the music got better and like it was better energy towards that like Ollie um he's a com- he's comedian and like he told me that it was like I mean, probably last year he was like yeah comedy's just a hobby for me like I decided that this year he's like a disease researcher he mm. wants to like sorry I'm really doxing him right now fuck <laughs> maybe I should take out one of those things I said his full front first and last name and his place of work okay sorry well can we bleep something out sure you went, let me start it again Ollie, <laughs> we can, we can. Ollie look for the signal cook. when you're watching it. Yeah, <laughs> here that was. I'll, I'll keep track of when that was. So uh, our friend, a comedian. Yes, he has a full time job, and mm-hmm. he decided around last year that comedy was just going to be a hobby for him that he still loves to do and that he's going to pursue. But it's a hobby, and he has this career he likes. And he told me the second he did that, more things started happening for him in comedy than ever before because he felt like he was less like, this has to happen. This needs to work out. Like his energy was like better around it. And he wasn't so much like staring at a hot, like at a pot waiting for it to boil. Yeah. I feel like that works for somebody who hasn't been doing it as long. Like I feel like I have so like, and it's a dumb thing to be like, I have so much invested because it's like, well, what would I have been doing otherwise? Like you know whatever masturbating yeah sure 15 years of masturbating (laughs) which is what it feels like sometimes um (laughs) because you're numb down there because you don't want to do it anymore (laughs) (laughs) because i'm tired because i'm out of batteries tomorrow um but yeah just like well that was kind of the thing when i moved to atlanta was like how can i enjoy this again because i hadn't really enjoyed it when i lived in chicago So I moved to Atlanta and then it was like, just like literally doing the steps of being a new person of like going to Noni's every week and like getting there early so we could sign up early so we could leave early so we go to work and do all that shit and like trying to like like it again and then being like, oh, I should start writing my jokes down because maybe I should take it a little more seriously. But it feels like at this stage in the game and it's like, you know, you're never too whatever to do a thing. But <laughs> that should be a bumper sticker. You're never yes, to whatever to do a thing. That's fucking hilarious. Um, because it's like I have two albums out and I've recorded three albums and then you know, whatever happened with that one. But like I'm supposed to have a special coming and it just feels like weird to be like, oh, I'll just I'm just gonna treat it like a hobby when it's like it's been my job. Yeah, it I agree. So it's like, how do you go back to like or maybe it is like the case where it's like, oh, maybe you just let your mind not think about it for a while. And you just like do your day job and then you're like, or I don't know, maybe you 
do your day job and you're like i fucking can't wait to get out of this and you figure out a way to get out of it yeah. or whatever well the mind is powerful so i think if when you think about comedy it's like not the you is sense of the general you if it's like negative thoughts or like this isn't going to work out or this then it's better to not think about it mm-hmm. but if when you think about it it's like positive goals steps to get there things you want to achieve and like steps and how you're going to do that then I think it's a good thing to think about okay and even little things like going to that mic every week or that's what if but if I'm like negative thinking about something then I'm not even going to think about it I'm going to try not to to focus on something else because I feel like you just I don't know the it's it truly is so powerful like you literally breed what you think yeah that is crazy um like and I think one of the things that I have a, a struggle with is like not like I can be very happy for everybody but then I'm like well, why don't I have also that so I feel yeah. like that's a bad trait I think that is so human though and like I think everyone has that and like that's so normal I think it's just like I think that's a very healthy normal thing I think it's just like about how you process that and deal with it like if you think why don't I have that and then you're a fucking asshole to that person or like bitter or like ignore them then that's a problem but I think like to have that thought come up sit with it for a second be like oh maybe I'm jealous of this and like that's okay but like just because that person has this just because that person has taken something from the plate doesn't mean something else has gone away it doesn't mean there's not enough for me like there's still food on the table that's the thing it's like I'm so glad they have it but I would also like to have it yes like and so that's hard to be like well how did they get it you know what I'm like just like figuring out like because nobody's gonna get something the same two ways or whatever but like I guess like the thing is is like if I have like something good which you know the job is good whatever it's money like I'm never gonna make that much money in LA doing comedy Mm -hmm. at this time so you have to go I gotta make money but then like being like do I do I still want to like put a lot of effort into something where it's like oh you have to have a hundred thousand Instagram followers to get booked to headline somewhere it's like is that worth it like I mean not worth it but it's like is that achievable attainable reality yeah I think there's just so many different avenues kind of like what you said and like so many different ways people get things like and I think like telling yourself like, yes, it is like, yeah, it is. Like, why why shouldn't that be obtainable for you? If that's what you wanted, why shouldn't that be obtainable for you? Like if you wanted that, if that was the goal, which I don't think it is, but if the goal was like 100,000 Instagram followers, like you could do that. You could do that in a year. Like you could realistically, if that's where you put your focus and stuff, you could definitely by putting out clips, waiting for them that's to go viral. That's the problem is where I put my focus is how do you want to do it? Like, because I don't want to do it. I don't. I think but that's I fair. Have to? Do but I also, have to? I think what you said too about like people having people achieving goals that you want, and you're like, how did they get that? I also think it's okay to ask people. Like, if it's a fucking stranger and they're on late night, and you're like, so how'd you get late night? Like, I think that's a little silly. But like, you know, like a good friend of yours, like something I do when I have a goal is like, and I'm not speaking about this from a point of like I've got it all. Like, you know, I'm I'm very new to all this, but just. I I do this with lots of stuff, not even comedy related, but like I'll have a goal and I'll write it out and then I'll write, has anyone else I've known done this before? Mm -hmm. And then I'll write the list of the people who have done it. And then I'm like, oh, well, here's a list of people I can ask about this or talk to or get advice. And like, if you know them well and like, I think that's a totally fine thing to do. Yeah. 
that's that's great advice actually because usually i tell people to like have like like if somebody asks me what my advice is for like whatever like getting out of a a tough spot like i always thought like writing down my like short-term long-term goals and then like just having them in a drawer or something and then eventually you like take them out and you look at it and you're like holy shit i've done this i've gotten a new apartment i've saved five thousand dollars i bought a new car i tried snowboarding for whatever the fuck you want it to be like i always feel like that but like i think that you're taking it one step more is like good maybe not for somebody who's like how do i save five thousand dollars like i don't know anybody with five thousand dollars but if you do then that's like if you do and also like um and even if you don't it's so much more accessible the internet today like look up a tiktok of someone you know it's the internet so take it with a grain of salt but like also i think with setting goals like for me it's so important to like give myself i have a goal and then i'm like how do i know this goal has been accomplished because it's so easy for me to accomplish a goal and like you said like not even realize i did it and just move i'm like all right what's next what's next what's next and it's kind of fucking awful to do that because you don't really live in any of your victories you feel like you've never accomplished anything so like having like a set goal of like okay i know i've done this taping when i see it online or i know i've done this taping when i get off of the stage like it's like i know i did this when this happens it's like a good way for me to bookend something and be like okay i completed something i did it because it's so easy just to you're especially like in the entertainment industry it's so what's next what's next what's big what's big what's big is that like you don't and you'll just i feel like you'll never feel grounded because you're just always you never get this you never take a second to be on the step you're at you're just trying to jump to the next which is good but like you know that's a real yeah it's exhausting because you're like when will i be satisfied And I feel like the level of satisfaction for me is like maybe not even as high as like some of our friends where it's like literally if I could just do this, just comedy, podcast, whatever funny shit, you know, writing and like be comfortable. And that was my job. That's like plenty. But I know some people want to be like famous. Like I don't I think that there's like that's not as appealing for me as like Mm -hmm. getting to do what I want and having the money. But like the fame also facilitates those other things. But fame is fickle and luck based, it feels like. For sure. You totally could do that. Like, I don't think that is an outrageous goal for you. Like, you're such a talent. It's crazy. Oh, thank you. And like, people just want to see more of you. And you're young. Like, you are. Like, I think that's a very achievable goal. Um, all right now i'm gonna cry on a saturday because you're too nice to me (laughs) it's good happy tears are good well sad tears are good too they're all good but no i like angry ones where i'm at the uh at the vons losing my mind i I I don't want to pay 10 cents for a bag (laughs) me Uh, me irl (laughs) i think i get imposter syndrome and like it's a good just like well why the fuck not me like, why not? Like, I feel like w- our brains can sometimes, like, if you heard every good thing someone has said about you, not that it matters what people say, but like, if you, Katie, have heard every good thing that people said about you and your comedy and like the belief they have in you, like, it would be crazy. You'd be like, like, everyone around you thinks you could do that. That's nice. But if um, you believe the good stuff, do you not also have to believe the bad stuff? And that's what I've been telling myself. You go, I, you, I'm combating you all don't. the good stuff. I go, you fucking better fucking not. 
but why not it's, it's just like why not us why like not? it has to be someone like we're funny we have qualities like I think that's just like I think I had a thought today what was it like I believe I'm gonna make it I had a thought literally this morning when I was brushing my teeth I was like I'm so con- like I just believe I am like I, I, I just are I just do like I just believe I'm gonna make it and I think that's part of the reason why like but I was like I know I'm this because I truly believe that but I don't even think it's but I mean people just it's just always just somebody <laughs> like yeah that's the whole thing it's like it is just somebody yeah and there's like, just no shortage of people wanting I don't know people yeah I think that's a great way to look at it and I think like yeah what is your goal and do you want to do like if your goal was a hundred thousand Instagram followers and one of the things you had to do for that was post a clip every single day and you're like I don't want to do that I'm not going to do that then your goal isn't really congruent like with yourself yeah but so then it's like, well, then I have to switch something. I have to fix something. And that's okay. But that's like good to be real with ourselves about that sort of thing. Like I thought I just wanted to be an actor. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, <laughs> no, like, I'm not going to do, I don't want to do self tapes all the time. And that's, I didn't realize I didn't want that until I started doing open mics. Cause I feel like an open mic is the equivalent of a self tape in a way. Yeah, where it's like grinding. You have to do it. You have an opportunity to perform, but also it can be tough and like it's a, a lot little of, embarrassing like, and a lot of work, <laughs> a lot of time, yeah. a lot of energy. And when I realized how much easier it was for me to do open mics, I was like, oh, this is how much I'm supposed to want the self tape. And because I don't want it that bad, I'll never put in the same amount of work. Mm-hmm. I think oh, God, pe- really- people much listen to this and be like Tamara's fucking 17 years old telling Katie Hughes anything right now but I feel like it's not it's not advice about comedy it's just my opinions on like goal setting in general I think and like mindset do you know I, I yeah I think it's important no I and I don't think anybody should think that and if you do are you a freak of the pod or is this your first time because I need Tamara's <laughs> advice because um, I hit up Katie for all the comedy advice that is, uh, I mean, if I took the advice that I gave other people, I would say I would be much more like a optimistic person, but then I don't give it to myself. It's important to give it to yourself. I think. Well, I've been masturbating for 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would think that there's so many people that, I don't know, have been at it for like 30 years and then they hit their stride or hit or, you know, it's just like. I guess that's kind of the cool thing about comedy too, is it feels like depending on the things you want, there's not as much of like a clock as like different entertainment avenues. Like there's still industry involved. So obviously there's still some standards that are dumb, but like, like a model or like an athlete, like it's not really like, Oh God, I have until I'm 25 years old. Like that is kind of the beautiful, one of the things I really like about comedy that gives me like some solace in night at nighttime. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like I always, Cody said this to me one time. He's like, like the more you talk, like the older you get, the better you get at talking because you better get at language in general. So like, therefore, every day that you're just a person, you are getting better at stand up if that's your like your thing. You know what I mean? Like and the more life you live. Yeah. Like Jason Holsey, such a funny Atlanta comic. I didn't realize he started comedy like not that long ago. 
and he was so I feel like he was good got so good pretty quickly but I'm like oh yeah because he's like he was 30 something when he started like he and he's lived like a crazy life like he's yeah he's got like the, a wealth yes and like he had so much to speak on already and like is already a funny person so like it just gets better yeah well that was one thing I was thinking too is like well if I can't like give a lot of time to stand up because I have this job that I need to have etc so until I get like the thing I want which is hard to know like what the thing you want is until you have it and then you go I don't like it or I do love it or whatever but like being like well I could save up money or you know whenever I exit this position with my job and you know get a payout or whatever like then I could do it whatever but it's like well are you postponing joy you know that old don't postpone joy I think that's the other thing too is like how do we find joy without achieve with with with, how do we achieve how do we uh, get joy in the absence of maybe not having a goal attained yet because I think something I I I've experienced in different assets in my life and I've seen other people go through is like we have these goals we have these things and we're like that's where the joy is that's where the joy is then we achieve that goal (laughs) and I think a lot of people feel a big like like a dip because you're like oh this is a goal I wanted but I do not feel that type of contentment I thought I was gonna feel I actually feel the same actually I feel worse because I achieved it and I don't feel any different oh one of my worst days was the day that my don't tell came out like I'm not even joking like I I felt so fucking empty that day and everybody's like oh you're doing great and I was like I think that's so common yeah I felt a huge dip the day after the taping and that's not even that like you know, it's like I felt a big dip because it's like, oh, man, I wanted something like this and I got it. And it's amazing. And it's a lot of highs. It was also like I feel like it was just a lot. It was the day after the wedding. Like I think there was just a lot of adrenaline highs that day and a lot of emotions. And then right. Noni's ending a lot of reflection going on, just a lot of stuff. Like, can we just gratitude. ride this wave of good shit like wedding, taping, arena tour? Can we yeah. just keep this going so I don't have to feel what comes next? I think I think that is like such a crazy common experience and like people that are like like do a shit ton like that like I think it just gets bigger so I think it's really important when you can like while we have the chance and the opportunity like what other things where else do we get joy because it's so easy to like pin it on something like once I get that I'll feel this but Mm -hmm. you won't you will feel the same except you'll have accomplished this exactly oh yeah the whole wherever you go there you are thing it's like yeah you can really want and that's the weird thing it's like at the end of the day the desire is doing comedy and it's not that the little things that go along with it do you know what I mean it's not the Instagram comments like those are nice or mean whatever but like at the end of the day minor mean you're nice (laughs) minor mean yours are nice (laughs) well i've tried to write some mean ones and they don't take kindly to that on instagram (laughs) um but yeah at the end of the day it's like what do i want to do when do i feel the best and it is after i have a good set so like i felt better after i got off stage at don't tell than i did seeing it and like knowing that a hundred people had a good time there felt better than knowing that a hundred thousand people have watched it or whatever do you know what i mean for sure that really is something why are our brains so bad it's a mind fuck i mean it kind of just goes to show like simple isn't the right word i feel like 
how amazing the brains are and like our survival instincts and how we can trick ourselves. It's like it almost is like a it does feel a little bit like a trick, like a way to like, oh, I'll feel good when I get this. I'll feel good when I get this. It's like that's not why you should be wanting to get it. You should be wanting to like I feel like obviously, yes, it feels good, but like it's getting you closer to the thing you want to do, which is comedy. And I don't think it's a bad thing to want for other reasons. Like if you want to be famous. I think that's the only absolutely. reason I've ever wanted any. I mean, I think we're having a breakthrough, but uh, <laughs> I think that's the only reason I've ever wanted anything. Like this week I messaged my uh, manager because I was like reminded by like knowing somebody who's on the Tonight Show this week. I was like, I know her. I should message my manager. See if he can get me that. I do not. I genuinely do not think that is what I want, but I think it is what I think I should need. And that's so stupid and like also a little old fashioned because it doesn't really matter anymore. Like you could do, you know, you could fart into a Pepsi can on TikTok and have a million followers. <laughs> um, and I do. And I do. I got to send you this one lady who is like, Jesus Christ. So she's from she's from Greenville, South Carolina. And I'm going to send you the TikTok or I didn't post this, but I made my own version of her TikToks while Cody was here. And he goes, you have to talk for a full minute. If you want to, if you want to do what she does, you have to talk for a full minute. And so what she does is she'll see a video where it's like a man in his underpants. Right. And she'll be like, I'm going to have a stroke trying to do this. She's got so many fucking TikTok followers, like a million, like, let's say a million. That's too many, but it's a lot. Right. And then you go over to like Instagram, YouTube. She's got like 30 followers. She's doing shit in Greenville. She's booking her own shows. And it's like, oh, it's literally not everything. But when I look at that and then I see the other talented people in that area who are doing that organically on stage, you're like, how do you not have the followers that she has? Like. But I also think they probably think that. And then and then you got to go, well, look, she's still booking her own fucking open. Like, yeah. I mean, those followers don't always transfer to like always transfer. people wanting to see you live. It's a good thing to have, but it doesn't always, especially if you're not doing stand up online. Like yeah, it does not always transfer. Um, <laughs> But to go back to what when I sent you this, you're going to go, that was the most accurate. I'm so impression excited. I've ever heard. I'm also what happens when this recording ends is the podcast done can we do not wanna, keep going do you want I can you can we can log back into mine oh we can go back and forth like that yeah okay cool back into mine and we'll tie um, it up we'll tie it up I think it's good you emailed your manager though because even if that's not something you want to do even if like being on late night isn't like a goal that you had or something that like you like feels very you like you know if you got it, it would not be a bad thing. Like it gets you closer to what you do want to do, which is comedy. That's exactly, yeah, that's exactly it. And it's like, I just sent you her thing. Um, uh, But I think it's what I used to want to do. And I feel like there was probably a year from like, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like this is such like a superstitious thing, but I feel like there was this one day last July where in the morning I brushed my teeth so hard that it made myself throw up. And I feel like from that day forward, I have had the worst luck. But it's all it's all in my head. 
I can, here's what you need to do. <laughs> this is my, this is my, this is, uh oh, all right, Tamar, you've gone to therapy for many years for OCD. Do not fall back into it. What you need to do is tomorrow morning, brush your teeth so hard that you vomit. Okay. And that'll break the curse. No, I'm kidding. That is not, that's one way to think about it. But that's also, we could also look at that and think like the mind is trying to make sense of some things that have happened. Yeah, it was like a particularly bad day where it was just like, I think I think I thought I was going to get JFL finally. And then I found out I totally wasn't. But it was like through like a back channel because, you know, uh, somebody who would know the information about the club that I performed at had already talked to somebody. Else. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I'll tell you that offline, but um, I'll just type it to you. Uh, but <laughs> Patreon. I feel like that day it was such a like a bad day emotionally and then like every time I found out something else that was bad I was like ever since that day so that's not great uh, can I ask you something yeah do you think that day you started believing and telling yourself that like I won't get good things and like bad things will happen to me oh for sure or like waiting for the bad thing to happen yeah but and then like and then six months later my house got shot up which is not possibly my fault but I can also be like why did this happen is it it's part not... of is it because I threw up <laughs> it's not your fault at all at all and the things we focus on like are the things we focus on so I think that's a good focus to get out of that like that belief the belief system maybe you have that like bad things happen to me and like the things I want I don't get Right after I threw up, too. Could you believe it? My God. I know. Okay. Let's, um, let's start. Let's go to your, your meeting. Let's go to my meeting. And then then we'll we'll wrap, then we'll wrap wrap it up. We'll wrap. Okay. Bye-bye. We're back. And we just had some really juicy spilling. And if you want to hear that, actually, I'm. I, if you want to hear that, subscribe to my OnlyFans, <laughs> and that's where the gossip could be posted if you send me money on the platform. <laughs> Can I get a cut? <laughs> yeah, if if it's any of Katie and I's gossip, Katie will get it. Okay, on OnlyFans, you have you have to. This is our Patreon. To, is her OnlyFans? <laughs> yes, I'm, I am not affiliated. Let me make this very clear: I am not affiliated with Patreon. Okay. I am not affiliated with Patreon and I am above the age of 17. I am of age. Let me make those two things abundantly clear. Abundantly clear. Second of all, if you want the juicy, juicy goss, you go subscribe to my OnlyFans. You message me on OnlyFans and you say, give me some, I want some freaking show gossip. You have to send me, you have to send us money. Let's say how much money. I love that. However much you think it's worth. The amount of money you send is going to dictate the juiciness of the gossip commens- you get. Commensurate <gasps> to the gossip. Yes. And if it's a friggin' show thing, I will split it with Katie. I feel like I just sent some- Tamar some $75 gossip. Yeah, that was good. Only if it's legal. If this is not legal, I won't do it. Um, <laughs> Can we get that. paid to have gossip? Oh, my God. Also, this is all... I'm like trying to be legally protect- al- um, alleged. Alleged. This is, That's a- this is satire. Satire. I'll- this is satire. We're I'll parodying allegedly- two women who have nothing to lose. <laughs> <laughs> so if you do that on OnlyFans, message me. You have to tip to message me. So Ooh. the money you tip, you say friggin' show gossip. 
and the amount of money you give, I will send you a voice note of some gossip we've shared. And if you have a specific thing you want, put that in there too. I I really think that is one of the best (laughs) promotions. Am I a genius? I think that's absolutely genius. Guys, seriously, send me money on OnlyFans. So here's my thought. I will say, based on our conversation, I did realize the thing that I have always wanted, even though when I talk to other comedians, I agree that it is as good as getting like an award for being the best car salesman. But like JFL, I think is, has always been it. And I feel like the psychic damage I was dealt by my toothbrush that morning um, (laughs) really did not prepare me for that. Like, so it's like, I know it's not something I need anymore. It's it's like the Tonight Show. It's like, you know, you can get, you can be successful in a, a avenue of a million different ways, right? But like, that has always been like so important that I feel like that's something where it's like, do you just give up? You just go, well, it's not important anymore. I think because nobody would even see it like that's literally just for you no it's not even the tonight show like you're literally just in Canada doing a set that may or may not go well yeah I I get it it's a big it is big it's huge it's a huge deal um giving up I don't know what giving up if if you got to a point where you're like it's not resourceful for me to want this anymore have this be a goal it's like what validation was I looking for from this and I think the idea of goals is like being able to work towards it and it's like no matter how hard you work towards something, like if it is not in your control to be chosen for something, then is it a goal or is it just a, I hope I get that. I say, well, I say having an understanding of both. I say never giving up and then also having an understanding of just because I don't get this, there's a lot of, if if I don't get this, there's a lot of other things at play. Mm-hmm. It has no reflection of my talent or my value of a person or what I deserve or don't deserve because I didn't get it it does not mean I don't get it but honestly I say fucking never give up timeline there's no timeline there is no timeline I have not given up don't give up don't give up on anything Katie if anyone can do any of these things it's fucking you you're so fucking talented thank you I, 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 I want you to know I want you to know that and I want you to believe that good things can happen to you and will happen to you because what everything works out for us well, everything works out for us every We've decided I wanted this I want you to say that every single day when you wake up and look in the mirror everything works out for me I attract good things you should read the secret oh my god I can't believe I just said that to you I attract good things you went I'm gonna want you to cut out me talking about the secret but leave and in everything I said everything about Israel else. Palestine all that really <laughs> clunky shit that I said that now I'm looking back on I think maybe we should just cut all of that we can cut whatever you want <laughs> maybe we should just cut all of that um I'll put this whole thing together and then I'll send it to you and you can tell me what to specifically perfect. cut I'll definitely ask your opinion if it seems cuttable okay um third thing I almost forgot I got skull dates, so I have dates for the end of November to come visit. When are you going to be here? So the 28th through the 31st is what Ian booked me for. And I'm going to try to like plan a, a stuff on either side of that. You mean the 28th to the 30th? Yeah, those days. Okay, Whatever I will be out of are. town the 29th, but what will for? Be I'll be going to Utah with my brother. I know. I'm sorry, but well, it was, I'm gonna I'd... be. I'm gonna be there earlier than that too. So. Oh, you are okay. I it's not just the, 
not just those days yeah oh, okay when are you do you know when you're gonna come yet not yet but i would like to be there for like a week or so at least so um i'll be here for thanksgiving if you want to come up for thanksgiving Ooh, maybe i do have that week to work from home um also it's not really like a work week it's nothing um yeah come here for thanksgiving oh that's gonna yeah. be expensive we'll figure it out we'll figure it out Is well, your mom also invited me for no chris chris doesn't want to go anywhere <laughs> um uh, your mom invited me to hanukkah which i know is like starting on the 8th so i'm yeah i'll be there for hanukkah yes. so we can do it together oh oh yes after utah i'll be in california for a week oh should i have should i ask ian for different dates so i'll see you no no, no. i'll be in california oh you'll be here so yeah when i come back i'll when you come back i'll be in california i'll be in california starting december 7th okay so we'll see you wanted each other that month okay perfect so i'll see you in atlanta and in california oh thank god that was scary for a second and i'll be in california until the 12th perfect and i'll be in california yeah so perfect that's awesome oh thank god that was scary for a second (gasps) sleepover you should come sleep over at my parents house i want to come sleep over you can bring chris too and oh wait you can bring the dog because my dogs are dead hurrah can i leave them there <laughs> yeah you could try my dad will just laugh at cadence oh she's so ugly yeah she's pretty ugly but god is she fun she's and by fun, fun i mean really unpredictable <laughs> <laughs> um well yeah that's that that's i mean i feel like we had a lot of breakthroughs today wait i totally forgot to mention something to you that happened to me that i <gasps> need to get your thoughts on okay it's we had a lot of breakthroughs we had a lot of serious talk let's end on this okay freaks i need your thoughts on this too please reach out to me so a while ago i was leaving my apartment building and there was someone what's what should i name him i'll call him at this time i did not know his name but i'll call him rick is what i learned his name to be rick was getting on his bicycle and we kind of walked out the same direction went separate ways and then we ended up walking the same direction and he was like, oh, hey, do you live in the building? We like had a nice little chat. It was totally good. And I was going to Noni's. And I was like, oh, yeah, we have shows on midnight. Like, come through sometime. And he was like, okay, great. Nice to talk to you, whatever. I've seen him a couple times since. It's always very normal, always very friendly. The other day, I'm doing my laundry. I open up my door. A dog immediately runs into my apartment barking. <laughs> and then someone calls for it. It runs out. Someone's like, Sorry. Then I'm walking in my laundry and it's it's he turns around, it's Rick. He's like, Oh my god, is that tomorrow? I'm like, Hey. Very lovely chat. He's walking the dog. I'm doing my laundry. He asks me how Noni's is going. I tell him, like, oh, it's actually closing. I go, but we have our last show on Friday. If you want to come, I'll put your name on the list. You can come for free. He's like, Oh my God, thanks. I appreciate that. He's like, All right, always a pleasure talking to you. Bye-bye. He's walking. It's his mom's dog, he says. So later that day, my roommate comes home with some mail and he goes, we got some mail. And he goes, also, this was outside our door. And outside our door in a Shein bag, it's a Shein plat bag. And then there's like a piece of paper on it. It says from Rick to Tamar. Um, and then inside of the bag, it's like a couple pairs of socks, clean, like new socks, not like old socks, new socks. Um, a couple bags of tea 
It says from Rick and the dog and a tennis ball that has been drawn on. And so my first thought was, is this a teenager? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Did, have I been talking to a teenager? Because that kind of feels like a teenage thing, right? Yeah. I really don't know. But he came to Midnight's uh-huh. the other night, and it was fine. And he asked me if I got his gift, and I said, I did. And he knows where I live. I went, I did get it. Yeah. I said, I needed some socks. I didn't really know how to handle any of it. I went, I did need some socks, which, can I be honest, that was my first thought. I thought, what the fuck? And then I thought, I do need some socks. Uh, um, And he was like, yeah, I just like to give, if I want to give someone something, like, I just, like, I think he appreciated I guess I wanted your opinion. I wanted an opinion if I should be nervous about this or if this is something normal. Fine. It kind of getting the vibe that it's fine after last night. I think that if you if, if you got a fine vibe from him, like, because yeah. I know as somebody who's like, you get sometimes you take home product from work and you're like, oh, I'd like to give someone a gift. This is what I have to give them. That is yeah. what I will give them. Like the soap rocks that I gave you. Like my mom just has like a million of them at the house. I'm like, here you go. Have some yeah. have some soap. I think that's what that is. Is like it's okay. not a creepy thing. It's like maybe he works at a store, maybe his mom sells socks. And he had yeah. that, some tea bags and a tennis ball. And he was like, I just want to <laughs> say, thanks for being cool and not yelling at me about the dog going in your house. You're right. Yep. Okay. That's what I thought too. That's what I thought. Then I got it. I was like, hmm, let me think about it. But then when I saw him last night, I was like, he seems normal and fine. Yeah. Okay. Don't go anywhere like where he closes the door behind you or anything like that. But I feel like. <laughs> but, 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 but besides that. Besides that. Yeah. I think that's fine. Okay, cool. Uh, cut to next week. He's like, Tamar's been missing for two days. This has become a fine Tamar podcast. Um, yeah, I think as long as he hasn't said anything creepy or like if you don't get a creepy vibe, I feel like it's just somebody who has maybe limited resources but wanted to do something nice. Okay, I think I I think if there was a message on the note that said like, "Thanks for the ticket to the show" or something, I would have been like, "Okay, that's all makes sense." But I think no note and just my name made me feel, "What is this?" Yeah, yeah, you gave him, like, "Oh, come to the show," and he was like, probably like, "Oh, I gotta," probably just awkward. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I'm a fucking monster then. No, I think I would have been freaked out and then try to like calm myself down about it but it doesn't seem like overtly threatening yeah i don't think it wasn't like there was a racer in there or anything (laughs) i haven't i haven't unrolled the socks but i'm pretty sure there's no razor in there (laughs) rick freak of the pod or just freak (laughs) (laughs) shout out rick all right katie is there anywhere you want to plug that you're going to be or anything you're doing or releasing no uh, I don't think I have any shows until like next month, so that's all good. Fuck yes. Yeah. If everybody could just um, feed their dog some beans for me. <laughs> for, for Katie. For Katie. No, I'm, oh. I'm so proud of us. We've done 30 episodes. The pod's been going on a little over a year. I mean, I that's feel like, like everything's going to work out for us. Everything is going to work out for us. I need you to say that every day. I'll try. Um, I'm going to make myself throw up tomorrow with my toothbrush. <laughs> Reverse the injuries. That makes sense because when I was in college, it felt like one day would be bad luck. The next day would be good luck. Bad luck. Good luck. That's just because I make myself vomit every day. <laughs> <laughs> 
trigger warning eating disorder joke <laughs> we're burning this whole podcast guys this is this podcast is actually fucking done um i'll plug a couple things of note i'm gonna Please be do. doing 15 minutes at the laughing skull november 9th so that's fun and yes. i'll post i'll post these on my instagram the freak a freak did come up to me and say the argosy she did say it was really hard to find the show and she wished i had posted my dates on like a flyer and not just the story and so i said okay i'll start doing that again i was doing it and then i stopped because i was like who's looking at this but people know you got eyes on you um okay the 15th november 15th if you live in columbia south carolina i'm sorry no i'm kidding i love that I love Columbia, South Carolina. I don't love it as much as I thought I loved it because the first time I was there, I was on a lot of mushrooms and I said I was I said I wanted to move there and live there. It is a lovely place, but I don't like it as much as I did. Sure. um, As I did on mushrooms. But honestly, can I just say this? Actually, everyone I've met in Columbia, South Carolina, top tier. Yeah. Good people. Nice. Very good people. Um, I'm co-headlining a show with Shelly Gruenberg. (gasps) Fun. And, oh, God, let me get the name of the place. It is not a brunch show. That is something else. God damn it. What's it called? Fuck me up the butt. I should have had this. Well, you know what? Just fucking message me. It's I'm co-headlining it with Shelly Gruenberg. It's like a restaurant or something. I'll post it. And let's see if there's anything else of note. And I'll be in Chattanooga on November 21st at Bar- Barking Legs Theater. Me and Zach Wright will be there. We're doing like, it's like a com. It's like for their 30 year anniversary of the theater. They're doing like, oh, Good Cop, Rad Cop also be there. They're doing like comedy comedians. I'll be doing like a stand up set, but then also it's like games and stuff like that. Like oh, duo cool. stuff. Well, and then fine. I'll be back in Columbia Sunday the 26th with Brittany Dent. And I'll be headlining a show in the daytime at 1 p.m. at a brunch restaurant. I don't have the name of that right now. Just follow my Instagram or message me and I'll I'll give you the name if you live there. Hell yeah. That was the last time we did comedy. It was like me, you, and Brittany in Columbia. And it was very fun. Oh, my God. That was such a good show. It was a good time. That guy posted. I was so bummed. I was going to. He was one of the people. I was going to. Ryan, I was going to message him about doing a long spot. And he posted the other day after after you were like, text him. He posted, I just produced my last comedy show. And I went, fuck. Oh, my God. I've got to see if he was being facetious about it. I hope not. I mean, I hope he was. I don't think he was. Yeah. Then. Yeah, I hope not. It was a good show. I know. It was a great show. Oh, All right. Well, this is oh. also a great show. Lovely to see you. Love it really you was. Much. I love you so much. I'm glad you're feeling a little better. I want you to. I prescribe you positive affirmations okay i'll do them good maybe i'll read the secret who knows read like a part of it read like once it's like pretty stupid but like i think so or have you read big magic Mm -mm. you'd like big magic read big magic okay big magic's actually great i'll have chris rent it for me from the library rent Ooh, so it's called loan it they'll loan it to him loan shark yeah. steal it yeah get big magic big magic's written by the same person that wrote eat pray love okay but it's all about like creativity and like it's honestly very good oh yeah okay perfect all right freaks we'll all see right, you later bye bye follow us share this episode rate ramen and please my only fans guys we're being dead ass this is not a joke it's not a joke we'll give you the gossip and maybe some hole 
depending on the money. <laughs> All right, bye. All right, bye. What you say? What that mean? I don't know. Top shelf, bitch, I'm on the kind of raw. Baby, you know. Pop fire, make your niggas stop and roll. That booty, ooh, she jiggle like a jelly ball. Chocolate, I'm looking at the ball.